All right, everybody, welcome to your second official episode of the uh, mini chibi flop episodes for your favorite podcast, Shonen Flop. <laughs> I'm Jordan. I'm David. And with oh, that's sorry. right, today. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's just like a normal episode, you know? Except without a guest. Yeah, well, no, that's what I mean. It's just like a normal episode where we just interrupt each other and shit. Um, no, it's great. It's like jazz. Today we're discussing a manga called Cool Shock BT. Yeah, too cool for you. And there's something pretty special about this manga, isn't there, David? Oh, yeah. It was done by a creator called Araki, who you guys might have heard of this thing he did called JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I'm not super familiar with that, but like I've heard the name... While I'm watching every single season of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, yeah, I know JoJo's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got that big. I've read every chapter of JoJo Flex, like up to speed with JoJo Leon. When people are like, "David, you fuck with JoJo," I'm like, "Do I fuck with JoJo? Hell yeah, I know that shit. Fucking saw that Lego house be a stand in real time." <laughs> Because that, that's the thing, part eight probably still has by far, and I feel like Araki did it on purpose of having the weirdest stand where it is a stand that looks like a Lego model of the White House. God damn, I have to read part eight. Yeah, part eight is fantastic. I love it. It's everything part six wishes it was. Oh man, you are going to get so much hate for that, especially because the Stone Ocean anime just got announced, baby. That was kind of crazy timing because we actually had this episode planned out like two months ago. I got to tell you, I was up last night around 3 a.m. refreshing Twitter over and over again and just seeing all these people freaking out because the event started where they were going to announce Stone Ocean, but they weren't doing it. It was just constantly people being like, when is Stone Ocean? When is Stone Ocean? Is it announced yet? When is it going to be announced? <laughs> I legit kind of thought they were just going to not do it and piss everybody off. They actually, I think they did that where they had like a JoJo event and they didn't announce Golden Wind. So it's not unheard of for them to like fuck us over like that. Yeah, totally. I was completely expecting them to do that. And by the way, if you guys doubt that David likes JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, uh, he actually created the anime. I did, actually. If you check every episode, I am actually the executive producer. They just spell my name really badly. So if you ask me if that's my name in the credits, I'm happy to confirm if it is or not. But we'll leave it as an exercise to you, the reader, to find out what name I'm under. Well, I was making a David Productions joke, but, you know. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> Fuck. that. Yeah, I really uh, missed that. I'm recovering from getting my second COVID vaccine dose, so please bear with me. So if David says anything dumb or problematic, it's just because he's recovering from the vaccine. Yeah, so one episode i get that excuse everything else yeah. is just david being dumb like how i said <laughs> marissa to me instead of uh i don't even remember who you were trying to say <laughs> i was trying to say margaret thatcher no you were trying to say Teresa. no may. margaret thatcher was who i was thinking of but then i was <laughs> thought about trying to say Teresa may and then somehow it turned into marissa to because i just so you... watched spider-man wait is marissa to in spider-man plays on may oh shit i don't even think i knew that cool <laughs> silly goose uh, haven't seen that in a very long time but yeah so anyway we should probably get to the yeah actual episode yeah so what um, did you think of the first two chapters because for context chapter one of cool shock bt is literally six pages long so we're deviating a little bit to read the first two chapters it's just not a real chapter i it is so iraqi we were discussing this earlier it is like only iraqi could have written this manga if they do like a magic trick iraqi's like oh i just gotta stop everything and explain how like this character caught a bee so he could put it in someone's jacket it's so great because that is something that iraqi will do through his entire career the Things that happen in JoJo are very clearly based on things that Araki just learned about. I would 100% be like that too. No, it's great. It's why he's so recognizable. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's just ridiculous. The other thing is the bizarre cruelty that Araki puts in his manga. Oh, you're saying 
this is some sort of bizarre adventure. Yeah, have they actually said what Cool Shock means? Because the main character of the series is PT. BT, sorry. Cool Shock BT. I was thinking of the Silent Hill game. I feel like Araki and Kojima are very similar in many ways. Yeah. But one thing I did want to notice is whoever translated it left a note about BT. First of all, BT is never explained what that means. Yeah. It is never stated. But the translator says that BT is most likely a reference. It's the initials of the guy who wrote a manga called Cobra. Hmm. Are you familiar with Cobra, David? I am not. Please tell me more. So I'm mostly familiar with Cobra because a YouTube channel that we both love, Retsupre, did a series on a video game that was based on that manga. You're following like this cool space pirate named Cobra who mm-hmm. has a gun for a hand. Of course. It's one of those manga that was like, like it never got big in the US, but it is unbelievably influential in Japan. Very interesting. But yeah, so the basic premise behind Cool Shock BT is you got your main character, who I'm pretty sure we still don't have a name for. I've been wondering like what the sidekick name is the entire time. I just put down kid with hat in my like notes for now. He has a hat at first. I mean, I, w- I almost want to just call him Jonathan because the other kid is baby Dio. He's Jimmy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's Johnny Joestar. <laughs> God. Oh, Rocky, I love you. <laughs> Actually, there is no reason that this couldn't be said in the JoJo universe. It's true. Which reminds me, David, where do you think this takes place? Because I was confused about this. Well, it clearly takes place in Japan, given the citation of the Japanese giant hornet, which actually was a character in Mora King. So I was like, this is oddly good timing that we just were reading about this uh, hornet species that is now very explicitly to come up again. You're right. That makes a lot of sense. I guess I'm thrown off because like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure starts off in Victorian England for some reason. Yeah, I mean, Araki has a very strong passion for Western culture. Yeah, it's very clear. But yeah, you want to just run through the basic plot? Sure. So... Cool Shock BT is the story of a dude named BT who is, is he middle school or high school? I'm going to say middle school. It's hard to tell. He is a sociopathic middle schooler who is supposed to be like a genius, like Sherlock Holmes style. And essentially it's about this other kid who still has, doesn't have a name, but we said he's a kid with a hat and we'll call him Jimmy. How Jimmy just kind of simps and is like in love with this dude. And it just is how BT like runs into problems and then is a huge asshole. Like in the second chapter, this kid beats him up and he gets revenge by sticking a giant bee like these bees are like six inches long into his pocket while it's asleep. What happens though is he actually put it in his friend's pocket and he tricks his friend into stabbing the bully with a knife as revenge for the bully beating him up. I've been rewatching Phantom Blood a bit recently. Phantom Blood is the first part of Jojo, by yeah. the way. I don't think we mentioned that. Oh, we yes, probably should have mentioned that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what I've noticed is I feel like Araki, at least at this period of his life when he's writing manga, is I feel like he's pulling from times when he himself was bullied. Mm-hmm. There's just something so perfect personal about how much of a dick BT is and how much of a dick Dio is. It's really funny to me. (laughs) Yeah, Um, they're just both very terrible people. It's weird because BT is kind of the protagonist. Let's make our protagonist an extremely terrible human being. It's almost like Death Note with way lower stakes. Yeah, this is uh, Death Sticky Note. Death Scribble. That was my second. You like Death Scribble <laughs> over Death Sticky Note? I don't know. I kind of like Death Sticky Note. Oh, yeah, I, I was like, know. that's not bad. That's not bad, actually. Maybe Death Sticky Note is the OVA. <laughs> I like it. Oh, Death Scribble Sticky Note. <laughs> that sounds good. So that's going to be our new manga. Yep. Check back in in a week. We'll have it. But something else I want to talk about is the art. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of it. 
much like how Phantom Blood also was not drawn very well. See, here's the thing, though. It is very old school manga. Yeah. Like, if you look at manga from the 70s or very early 80s, yeah. a lot of it looks like this. Like, if you look at uh, Kanikuman, yeah. Kanikuman looks like this in the beginning. Mm-hmm. But something unbelievably important to the development of manga happened a year after this manga came out. Do you know what it is, David? No, do tell. Fist of the North Star was released. Oh, and that changed everything. Changed literally everything. It's so interesting because, like, all of a sudden, if you go and look at Phantom Blood and compare it to BT, it is so obvious. And I don't think Araki would hide this if you asked about it. Uh, It is so obvious that Araki is trying to do a Fist of the North Star art style. Oh, yeah. No, no doubt whatsoever. What's also interesting, though, about the development of his art is he had another manga in between these two called Gorgeous Irene. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's sort of the missing link between Cool Shock BT and JoJo, mm-hmm. it seems. Just from, like, images I was able to find. Yeah. And this is part zero. If you told me this was JoJo part zero, I would believe you. Yeah. So where would you like to see this go from here? What do you think is going to happen? I guess the question is, do you want the character to go full Dio, or do you want Araki to backtrack and not have a child sociopath as the main character of the series? Well, we only got six chapters. Fuck it. Let's see him fuck up. Let's. I'd like the series to end with him as, like, Emperor of Japan or some shit, and he just takes over as, like, a 15-year-old, and he just rules society, and everyone, like, works for BT now. He just has his swarm of, like, genetically modified giant killer wasps take over Japan for him. I would love it if the giant Asian hornets just became a thing yeah that he did all the time that'd be great <laughs> and then this is actually this isn't the prequel to jojo this is the prequel to mora king and then bt goes back in time and faces off against solid snake in soviet russia he's the pain the Mel Gersal guy who's just a man full of bees <laughs> a man covered in bees god that, oh, that's a great game mgs3 might be my favorite game of all time you know what this has nothing to do with JoJo. No, it really doesn't. <laughs> Maybe that's a sign. Do you have any final other things you want to say? Cool Shock BT before we go to the Q&A? Go to the Q&A. All right. Dear listener, we are trying to do a Q&A. People send us questions and stuff. So feel free. You can tweet us at Shonen Flopcast. You can email us at shonenflop at gmail.com. Or you can just post in the Q&A channel in our Discord, which we include in a link in our bio and we will put on the show notes and you might be able to get featured so as a rule we are going to say the name of the discord handle if you're in the discord or if you tweet to us publicly if you dm us or if you email us then we'll just say where we got it from but just we want to make sure that you actually are fine with us saying your name on the show yeah let us know if you want us to say your name or not it's totally cool if you don't Mm-hmm. And it's totally cool if you do. Let's get into it. Question number one from Chafalgar Wolfwood, longtime listener of the show. They asked, oh, hell of a guy. And this comes from the Discord. The majority of these are from the Discord, so we appreciate people being active on it. And it says, what is your favorite moment in a manga you considered a flop? And Jordan, I'm going to take a guess. And I'm going to say you're going to say the scene with the really awesome like horror robot made out of cars from Neolation. No. Damn, because I know you really, really <laughs> liked that scene. I liked it. I, it didn't, like, uh, blow me away. I gotta think about that, because there are, like, these moments in a lot of the manga that we read. But it's hard to isolate individual mm-hmm. moments, especially weeks after we've done it. Yeah. But, like, man, I really loved In Our Blood Oath. That scene where the guy who we were thinking is the main character walks into the room and you hear his family talking and they just all stop and look at him. with like, Oh, that was a great scene. Yes, faces. That was a great scene. <laughs> 
There's other singularly great moments in that manga. Like, of course, the scene where the weird vampire beast little girl, it turns mm-hmm. out that she has devoured her friend. Yeah. That's an amazing moment. But that first moment, I mean, you know, it just, that was the first thing in the manga where I was like, oh, shit. That's a good point. Mine is, I don't know. It's hard to think of like an all time, but I would say just like grading on the quality of the manga otherwise, I think I'm going to give it to the bathroom scene from Beast Children with Sora, which is where we get the term the Sora, where for context, Beast Children was really, really shitty. Probably the most just straight up bad series, but ours had like quality spikes that were even worse than it. But there's just that one scene where the main character's best friend, Sora, who is the only interesting character in that series, is talking to like this dude who kind of bullies the main character and they're both taking a piss in the bathroom and he just looks at him. He's like, why are you being such a fucking asshole to my friend? Like he just unquestionably points that out, which just really caught me off guard as like an actual instance of like some actual care in the writing because that actually put the writer in like a difficult conversation you had to now have between these characters. Yeah, you can definitely tell that regardless of the actual quality compared to other things, the author put more thought or, yeah, care into the Sora character. Yeah, it was very strange, and I'm not quite sure why he actually only tried in that, like, scene. But that stood out to me a lot. Oh, yeah, I didn't even remember that. Yeah, that was, that was, that's a good question. I like that one. I'm sure these will all be great questions, so now I can't say that, because that'll just make people feel bad. The next one is... What flop series do you wish had not been canned? And this is from Nitwit's World, a.k.a. Victor, a.k.a. our OG fan. Hey, Victor. Yes. So, Jordan, how about you? What do you think? Oh, man. Uh, which which manga do I wish didn't get canceled? Yeah. That we considered a flop or that was canceled on the show? Well, if we considered it a flop, we wouldn't have cared if it was canceled. So, yeah. I'll, let's just say, yeah, out of everything we've said is not a flop. What series do you most wish that we didn't we hadn't needed to cover it on the show? Oh, man. I mean, it's either Mora King or, um, no, not Time Paradox. I was going to say, Time Paradox Radar, we were kind of, yeah, that's why I was like, that was like, that Um, was, it served the purpose it needed to. Yeah, it's either Mora King or Spirit Busters Mitama. I feel like I got to go Mitama. Hmm. So there's like a few. I kind of got bored of Mitama. I think Hmm. that. No, you know what? Samurai 8. I was going to say Samurai 8. Samurai yeah. 8 definitely had another 200 chapters in it. Kishimoto did a smart thing where he ended that as if it was a prologue. Yeah. And then I think he kind of repackaged the whole thing as a prologue. Yeah. So you really could just start a new manga from there. Although I would argue that that would not really be the same manga. It's a completely different cast, a different set of yeah. characters. Well, not a different well, set of characters. <laughs> it's a... Uh, you have a different protagonist and stuff. Wait, are you pitching like the idea of some sort of manga series where the main character dies in the first part of the series and then there's a follow-up where a lot of oh. things change and maybe one <laughs> or two characters is retained? So what David's doing is saying, oh, Jojo, the thing we're talking about right now. But um, <laughs> the thing I would say about Araki is that I think Araki has been sneakily trying to make a bunch of completely different manga and then just trick everyone into thinking it's the same manga. Yeah, well, he which actually, is what I love. I love Araki yeah, for well, doing shit like that. Part seven wasn't even listed as a JoJo part <laughs> for the first like two or three months of its run. That's great. No, and that's the thing. He ends part six with a complete world reset, which means that the next two parts have like almost nothing to do with the first they, few. They don't. Honestly, 
after Jojo part three is when it starts to be clear Araki is kind of sick of this overarching story. And then part five is where he's just like, no, I'm just totally sick of this formula. This has nothing to do with Jojo. Yeah, part five literally has almost no impact. Part six literally kind of says how little part five, where the sons of Dio all show up, except for the main character part five was a son of Dio and he still doesn't show up in that scene. The most famous son of Dio. The one that, <laughs> I fucking hate part six. Anyway. Hey. We'll, we'll get we'll get into hey. that actually in the questions coming up in just a minute. Next, listener, listener, listen to me right here. If you're angry about this, I love part six. David hates part six, so it's David that you got to direct your hate towards. Okay, not me. The next question comes also from the Discord, and it's Mabuchan Elstang Weeb. I'm really sorry if I butchered that. Since you guys did Mashal, will you also feature Undead Unlunk or Sakamoto Days soon? So the thing is, I'm totally unaware of any of those. Undead Unlock is, people say it's kind of like another Black Clover where it has like an interesting premise, but it's still very by the bone shonen. Sakamoto Days, I really enjoy. It is a manga about a former hitman who has retired and now runs a convenience store and has to deal with people from his life coming back into his life. Oh, that's great. Yeah, it's really great. I think you would greatly enjoy it. But I, yeah. I would too, just based on that. Although at the same time, I'm not sure if we're going to do that many more like recommendation episodes. Those were kind of just a test out thing. Yeah, I would say it's not that we'll never do another recommendation episode. I think it's we just have to find the right time to do it. And we just, right. I don't think we've read a series quite like Chainsaw Man or even Mashal where we were like, this is going to be really big. Let's talk about it. We did our Mashal special on 15 and Mashal's like exploded. Kaiju number eight was one we seriously discussed also doing, but Jordan, I think you said you didn't really feel as passionate about talking about that one as I did. I'm just not as familiar with it. What little I read, I liked, but... Yeah, if I were to do another recommendation episode, I think Sakamoto Days would be fun, or Jordan, the series I introduced you to very recently, we could talk about High School Family. High School Family fucking whips. <laughs> I fucking told you, right? High School fucking rules. Oh my god, that series. <laughs> so fuck, Dude, that series, like, Mora King and Matsuma Security Busters walks this high school, high school family could run. God, it's so good. It's the, oh my god. <laughs> I fucking love that series. It's truly the master of an artist knowing their limits as an artist and not going a step further. Like, if the art were more solid, it wouldn't be as good. Yeah, it's just the it's, cat, <laughs> the most cursed-looking cat. And it's literally like a cat's body with, like, an anime face on it named Gomez. It, yeah, it is the ugliest drawn cat. Like, w- way worse than anything I've seen from Azumanga Daio, even. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the author is 100% aware of how awful it looks. Yeah, <laughs> just, I love it. So, though, a little 10 second. High School Days is about a normal high schooler who finds out that his entire family, including his eight-year-old sister and his cat, have all enrolled into high school with him. And he has to deal with the fact that now his entire family <laughs> attends class with him. And people dealing with, like, why does that high schooler look like a 45-year-old man and stuff like that? Fuck it, Jordan, let's do a rec episode for it. It's such a good series. Fuck, we might. We'll look at our list of guests and see if, hey, you want to talk about this cursed-looking cat. But yeah, I think Sakamoto Days would definitely be another strong contender. So keep an eye out where it does seem like it's been long enough that maybe we'll do in our recommendation episode, because I don't think we've done one in like six months. No, it's been a while. Last one was... Chainsaw Man. Chainsaw Man. Before that was Mashal, where the guy from uh, Shonen Fiasco just start, kept shitting on Mashal throughout the whole episode. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I knew. I was like, oh, I probably should check. Well, that's why I was like, I was like, you actually liked Mashal, right? And he's like, yeah, it was okay. And I was yeah. like, fuck. 
of whatever. That's fine. That's that's the fun yeah. of the episode. Yeah, we know? have fun. That's a great show. You guys should listen to the Shonen Fiasco show. I think we've told that story enough times, so we'll spare it. But check them out. I think they're yeah. still on hiatus, but you can definitely listen to their backlog. Yeah. And then I guess this is a little bit of a meteor question, but I think just in honor of part six, the next question was someone that sent us an email, so I'm not going to read it off. But they asked, what is your favorite JoJo part? Oh, man. <sighs> I haven't read all the JoJo parts. I have read parts one through six. David, you are intimately familiar with all eight parts. I mean, like, not to brag, and ladies, I am taken, but I have read every single chapter of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. You can't get more attractive than that, honestly. <laughs> oh, yeah. I just ooze, ooze sexiness. But yeah, I, I guess then I would say then, Jordan, so what was your favorite out of the six parts you have read? I mean, man, it's hard to top four. It's mm-hmm. really hard to top JoJo part four. I think Araki brought like all the drama down smaller. There's almost like a weird uh, Twin Peaks aspect to it. Oh, Twin Peaks was definitely a big inspiration for part four. Well, Twin Peaks, as popular as it may have been in America, it was unbelievably popular in Japan. Really? I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. That's why. I like um, the Persona games. You have all those Twin Peaks references. You got Deadly Premonition. You got like... <laughs> Fucking Deadly Premonition, man. Yeah, if you just start looking for Twin Peaks references in anime, you will see them. That sounds fair to me. But yeah, I unfortunately have to agree with you. I love part four. He did a great job of de-escalating. Josuke has definitely one of the most interesting stand powers. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely on my list in terms of like a stand power that's really cool, but not like reality warping, even though I know he's kind of does. And I was really pissed that Josuke didn't show up in part six. But yeah, part four... It's just super great. I'm excited for when Jordan gets a chance to read part seven and eight to hear his thoughts. So maybe we'll do like a Patreon thing where we will go over all of our favorite parts of JoJo and just argue which parts and like how we would rank them. You very much disagree on my uh, my opinion on part six. Yeah, I do have to like read part six again, or maybe I'll just watch the anime. But uh, the thing that I really love about Araki, because I have looked at part eight is that Jojo part one, the art is like terrible. It has, it's very charming. I love it, but it is from a technical standpoint, it is very bad. Part eight, it's fucking amazing. Yeah. He became like a legitimately great comic book artist. It's absolutely insane the amount of quality. He actually can draw children now, which yeah. part six literally just look like tiny bodybuilders. I think like he drew like a 12 year old with a six pack. Oh God, that kid is like the worst drawn kid in Jojo. Well, no, no, Shigeki from part four is the worst drawn kid from <laughs> I'm sure there's some really bad... He's also my least favorite part of part four of JoJo. Yeah. I'm trying to think of Smokey looked really cursed. Smokey looked fine, I think. Yeah. Oh, man. Smokey was a great character. I wish he had shown up again. But yeah. Yeah, I wish he did more than just show up for five seconds at the beginning and maybe once or twice at the end. But yeah, I think that's all we have time for questions today. Even if we didn't get a chance to get your question, it's not like we threw them out. So we'll keep an eye out for the next GB episode where we may answer your question then. And we really want to thank everyone that sent us a question or posted on the Discord. It really means a lot for us to have questions that we can answer like this. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm. And then, Jordan, any last words before we, I guess, we wrap up the chibi up? Um, keep on flopping floppers? <laughs> keep on flopping chibi floppers. Oh, keep on chibi-ing. <laughs> Bye! Bye! <laughs> <laughs>